0: Hi, this is the ATC Double Cut, and I'm Micah Woods, Chief Scientist at the Asian Turfgrass Center. Today, I've got a good episode about total organic matter in the root zone and how that varies from green to green. And to do that, I look at some data that's been collected over the last couple of years. Data from ATC, from my samples, and also from BRT Agronomy, some of their clients. And I don't share exactly which golf facilities these are. Uh, I anonymize it by a course ID. But by looking at this from both warm and cool season grasses on some different continents, different types of management styles, you can get an idea of what's normal for total organic matter variation right at the surface from green to green on the same facility. Now, before I get into that, I want to just make a note, I've been Releasing quite a few of these ATC double cut episodes kind of haphazardly, just about the way that I do on my blog, um, where I will release something when I have it written and when I'm ready to publish it. And I've been doing the same thing with these double cut episodes, but to me it seems like that might be a little bit too often. Now, if you think if you think these aren't often enough and you'd want to hear more, please let me know. But uh, what I'm planning to do now is release these on approximately a weekly schedule. So I'm going to start releasing these. The The plan is to release one every Monday. And in doing so, I'll cover the blog posts that I, I wrote and published in the previous week. And if I didn't do any blog posts that w- week, I may bring up one of the classic ones one of the most popular ones from the website and there's hundreds of those on the ATC website and by doing that I I have like an inexhaustible amount of content and things to talk about and I don't want to overwhelm people with too many videos too many podcasts and too many blog posts about stuff so that's that's the plan so starting from now you can expect to, to get a new episode On Mondays and we'll see how that goes. I'm quite flexible about how I'm going to do this but that's the idea for now. That's for the ATC double cut. I'm gonna talk about a blog post that I did last week and it was in response to a question from Daniel Hahn. He asked me a question on LinkedIn about organic matter about variability between greens at the same site. And he said, could you explain what your opinion is about the statement, if you think greens vary a lot in organic matter, or if you see minor differences? I think that is a very interesting topic. That was his quote, his question. And I replied to Daniel that I think that that is a very interesting topic, too, because you you would think that if the greens all have the same grass and they're all managed in the same way and if you have them all constructed out of the same root zone and you apply the same fertilizer to all of them and, and that sort of thing, the organic matter in the greens would be similar or would be all the same. But somebody had made a comment on one of the previous videos that I'd done where they had said that if you have more traffic on certain greens those greens will have less organic matter and I think that is very likely to be true because if you have enough traffic if it's nice sometimes to take things to an extreme like like a thought experiment so if we have so much traffic on a surface that the grass dies it's not going to produce any organic matter so it seems obvious that as we go in that direction of more and more traffic, it's very likely that those surfaces will have less organic matter. And the surfaces that have less traffic would have more organic matter. And that's not all because I've noticed that shaded greens tend to have less organic matter in in the root zone and greens in full sun tend to have more organic matter. And that makes sense because your healthier greens in the sun are going to grow a little bit more. Maybe more of the carbon fixed through photosynthesis will get allocated to the below ground plant parts. Instead of in shaded turf, you get a lot of shoot growth and less root growth. So all of that stuff kind of makes sense. But the question that Daniel had exactly was do I think greens vary a lot, or if I see minor differences? And fortunately, I have quite a bit of data to look at that, and so I looked it up. And I sh- I made some charts. If you want to see these, you can go to my blog, to AsianTurfgrass.com and see this. And I will put the exact direct link to this specific post into the description so that you can go directly to that if you want to. And I'll try to avoid talking about numbers too much and avoid just describing the chart too much. But I I, I think this is something that we can consider the numbers about organic matter. I'm, I'm looking at just the OM2, just the total organic material in the top two centimeters of the root zone from the surface down to two centimeters below the surface. That's about one inch exactly. It's 0.8 inches, so slightly less than an inch. That's where the ball reacts, that's where if the surfaces are too wet right at the surface, that's where you would notice it. If you're getting big ball marks, that's where you would notice that. And what I did is I looked at results from the 34 most recent sampling events. And by sampling event, I mean a unique course and date combination. There's a few of these that I showed on the chart that are the same course sampled at different dates. And so that's why I called them sampling events rather than courses. But basically you can consider everything that I showed in this post to be a set of greens from a particular golf course. And the first chart that I showed on there showed the average. It showed the average value across all the greens for that particular course. And that's the number that I will typically look at and decide how much top dressing sand we may want to apply, or to look at whether the organic matter is going up over time or going down over time, I'm typically going to look at the average of all the greens. And of all these greens, or of all these courses, all these sampling events, the course that had the lowest average OM2 was at 4.3%. That was the lowest, the lowest total organic material in the top two centimeters, and the highest was 14.9 percent, about 15 percent, which is relatively high. But all of them could be considered. Uh, certainly, I know the one that was at 14.9 percent was performing very well, um, and the one at 4.3 uh, percent. Actually, I know that that one was uh, was also performing a little bit above average. So. Some of the greens in between those were not performing so well, but I, I don't want people to be so concerned about whether their organic matter is too low or too high. Just by looking at the single number, you should look at the how the greens are performing and then look at what the organic matter is and then decide if maybe that should be changed or not. But to get back to the exact question that Daniel had, it wasn't about what the averages were and what the average varied from how the average varied from course to course his question was for a set of greens on the same course how does it vary so i looked at that but i started off by just showing the average so that people could kind of get an idea that it's going to vary i think it's typical to vary from about four percent up to about 15 percent on professionally managed well-performing greens and then i made another chart where i showed the individual greens from every course that were measured now typically for the om2 depth i'll recommend for an 18 hole facility to measure six greens at the zero to two centimeter depth so for most of these it's two greens um I'm, i'm sorry for most of these courses what we're looking at is six greens for some of them it's less and for a few of them it's more and now we can start to look at the variability from green to green. And the average here, the average variation from the lowest green on one property to the highest organic matter green on another property, it was, what was that? 17 grams per kilogram, which is 1.7%. It's, it, so, if the lowest green was 5%, that if it was an average variation type of facility, if the lowest green was at 5%, then the highest green would be at 6.7%, a change of 1.7% in absolute terms. But the answer really is it varies. So do greens vary a lot or do they not? It It depends on some courses, you could get variation as high as 5%. Your lowest green could be 8%, your highest green could be 13%. That's not necessarily something to be um, panicking about. It's just the way grass grows, especially, it's, it's especially common to see this when the root zones are constructed of different materials or constructed at different times. But you also start to see variation of 1%, 2%, even 3%, could be even more. You can see that type of variation just from differences in growing environment. And as that difference continues over time, year after year, you get differences in organic matter. And I haven't been looking specifically at traffic, but obviously there would be traffic differences also. So if you have a small green that has a lot of traffic, I think you can expect that one should have lower organic matter than a green that is very large and has less concentrated traffic. Now, of course, another implication of this and something that is probably true also is that within a green, you will get differences in organic matter from walk-on and walk-off areas areas that almost never get the hole location set there on slopes, for example, and areas that get frequent hole locations and get a lot of traffic. So that uh, is something to consider also. But um, also some th- information that I put on this chart, the green, the individual green with the lowest OM2 that I measured in these recent sampling events was 3.3%. That That's about as low as I would expect. The, the green with the highest OM2 was at 18.4%, and that I, I also showed the coefficient of variation. So if somebody wants to try to simulate these data uh, or simulate um, what the variation could be, they could do that with the, the coefficient of variation also. So there's, there's a lot of information in this post, and I put links to some other looks at variation also because Daniel's question was about the organic matter variation from green to green on the same site but I've also looked at this previously in another blog post about how much total organic matter varies within the same green so that looks at not from green to green but from within the same green and uh, I, I put a link to that post and i've also looked at humus not the total organic material but just humus how much that varies from point to point on the same crane so i've i've looked at this in some other ways and i put links to those posts if you're really interested in this topic please go ahead and have a have a look at that i think that this is absolutely fascinating, uh, as I do most of the things, which is why I wrote about them and which is why I think it's worthwhile for you to read about it. And if you find this useful, I hope that you will share this with somebody. Now, uh, I am sometimes surprised, but I'm i'm terrifically pleased also it's it's one of the great pleasures that i have when somebody contacts me and says hey i just found out about you i just found about uh i just found out about some of the stuff you're doing like mlsn or om246 or clipping volume or that you've got your book the short grammar of Greenkeeping, or i just discovered your website and it's got so much information on it i'm going to be looking through that and that that's a great pleasure for me but I also feel like, why are they only discovering this now? Why, why has this person been in the turfgrass industry for a while and they didn't hear about this yet? So if you are watching this or listening to, to this and you find that this is useful and you know that this is useful, I hope that you will do me a favor and share this Share the link to the podcast, share the link to the video, or share the link to my website to one of your colleagues, to one of your friends who you think might also be interested in this type of stuff. Because I've been working on a lot of really exciting things for improving turf grass quality and making the job a little bit more fun and a little bit easier. If you'd like to do things in a really systematic way and evaluate what the progress is from the work that you're doing on a day-to-day basis so i would appreciate it if you do that and i thank you for listening and i thank you for watching and i thank you for your interest in these topics i'll be back again soon with another episode of the atc double cut with another exciting turf grass topic thank you